you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay, I don't know how long it's been since you've been on Gossip Cop, but um, how long has it been? Long been, on, been on Gossip how Cop? long since I've been on Gossip Cop? As if it's not like <laughs> daily. Have you noticed something very strange about Gossip Cop in the past few weeks? Because I have, and I don't know what to do about it. What? It's becoming less... Are the police disbanding? Is it finally working? The police appear appear to be disbanding, and I have mixed feelings. First (laughs) of all, the police need to disband. We need to abolish the Gossip Cops. But... I've also noticed that in lieu of policing, they're doing more just very strange lifestyle content that feels, I don't know, incongruous with the branding. Yeah. Here are four recent headlines from Gossip Cop that like stopped me dead in my tracks. Okay. Jennifer Garner shared her blackberry cobbler recipe. Here's why you need to steal it. And I was like, first of all, I thought you were cops. Why are you telling us to steal something? This is very weird. Okay. I mean, it's very weird, right? Okay. And then you have... This Michelin bit. starred <laughs> not this bit. <laughs> Michelin starred chef share surprising trick for making authentic cacio e pepe. That's weird. Like, what does this have to do with celebrity at all? Jennifer Garner isn't even making this. Okay, listen to this. This McDonald's iced coffee hack will have you swearing off Starbucks for good. Which again, hacking is illegal. <laughs> like, and then there's this. Tiffany Thiessen's herb tuna toast is easy and delicious. I was like, what is happening to Gossip Cop? I, I'm like thrilled. I, I, I'm thrilled by it. Like the, But it's also like, what a strange website Okay, now. the police are getting into lifestyle content. <laughs> this is I a mean, huge problem. Like They still have their, they still have their normal shit, right? They still have... To stop the police from getting into lifestyle content. <laughs> but basically, I just feel like this website needs to not exist anymore. It's like losing its entire tone. It's losing its entire identity. And it's like, I mean, it's been also losing its mind for the past few years, too. I mean, I still when I see Gossip Cop headlines, I'm now trained to know that they're lying to get me to click through them. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they're just like, they're like, Rihanna grew an extra arm? Like, question mark? It's like, guys, like, that that's not we're not. I mean, we still have classic gossip cop stuff like Julianne Huff totally gone overboard with plastic surgery. Friends worried. Question. But like, I feel like not to get even 
we were making dumb jokes earlier, but like to get even headier, like when all when so much of the news is disinformation and fake, like it's almost like we don't need Gossip Cop anymore. Like so much of the news is fake. It's not even worth pointing out what's real and what's wrong because it's all fucking lies. Anyway, I have a breaking news also. I forgot to tell you. Oh, you do too? I have a celebrity spotting. I spotted a celebrity. But like spotted a celebrity? One who's specifically related to this podcast. Like a like a like a predecessor, like a forefather. I didn't say anything. I wish I did. I was drunk. Anyways, I'm in Provincetown and I spotted Michael Musto. <laughs> you spotted Michael Musto? Oh uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it's not okay. It's the least crazy spot. <laughs> uh, does he like live there? I feel like he he seems he like must. the type who would like actually post up there all summer. But what a delightful know? spotting. And I almost like I was drunk. You should have said hi. I know, but I just we were like on our way out. And he, we walked by him and Steven looks back and goes, because uh, he ca- clocked him too. And I was like, we were walking and I was like, wow, that's like my forefather, kind of. Like, that's my gossip. That's like my gossip inspo or one of my gossip inspos, you know? Anyways. That's cool. A talking head legend. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll see him again. It's that's a small great. town. If I see him again, I will say like. You have to say I'll yes. say like you're and fantastic. Ask for a selfie and he'll be delighted. Okay. A I lot will. of people I don't will. like selfies. I bet Michael Musto would be thrilled. That's true. That's like I the one person I would like totally ask for. That's like such a fun. He would appreciate like asking for a selfie with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I will. I will. If you want to know about the club scene, you can ask me as far as the Palladium. Past the Palladium and way down you act. Michael Musto, the guy who writes the stuff that you'd like to say, but you didn't. So what about the nightclub trends way down there? Oh, it's all about glitter and glamour. It's like the Follies Bergere now. It's just wilder than ever, Julie. People are dressing in sequins and all the finery that you see behind us. Okay, yeah, and the finery we see behind us. We've been joined by the downtown crowd, the trendy club scene. Show your funky stuff, guys. We're here to get down and get funky. So join us, me, the sort of square club person, and Michael and the guys. The real club goers. Right now, let's get down with the club MTV dancers as they dance in fashions by Maria Schneider. We have some quick updates. Things that we've talked about a lot over recent episodes of Who Weekly that uh, now have new bullet points under each of these stories. It's funny Number when one, we decide Nicole to Scherzinger. update things because we don't always update. Like, it's funny when we decide it's something that's worthy of mentioning, these updates. Sometimes updates happen and we don't update you on the show. It's like, what are we able to actually, like, provide commentary for? Sometimes the update is just very, like, black and white. If it remains funny the the exact same way, there's nothing to say. It is still hilarious. You know, like, whether it's new news or not. Okay, so what happened? We've been waiting for new people to be cast in Annie Live for a while now, or especially you. When I say we, I mean the singular we Lindsay has. (laughs) The slow and dramatic rollout of the casting of Annie Live is probably one of the most exciting things of the summer. You know, like, just the, just the ability to only give me one person every other month <laughs> until the show so which how did it December. start it started with taraji taraji was like i'm miss hannigan yeah then harry connor jr was like i'm daddy warbucks yes. four weeks later and now nicole scherzinger is like i'm in it somehow <laughs> who is she she's, she's grace. grace okay she's Grace. do you like is that know who grace do, would does that like mean anything to you i'm not I even as a child I hated the musical Annie, but I'm familiar with the characters from like a top like but Grace, she's the assistant. Listen, Got it. but listen, in the 1982 version of Grace, the Carol Burnett version, the Carol Burnett the the 1982 version of Annie, Grace was played by Anne Ranking, who is a Bob Fosse dancer, and so the the dancing in the 1982 Annie with with Anne Ranking is, I'm sure, is like 
truly iconic because she is playing a character who doesn't have a big role. She's like Daddy Warbucks' assistant or whatever. But like mm-hmm. her small impact is like this gorgeous dance performancey type thing that she's doing that's like very Fosse inspired. So you need like a performer. So Nicole, okay. depending on how they do this character, because they could do it any way, they don't need to have her do the exact same version they did in 1982. But Nicole, who's also a beautiful dancer and singer maybe they're gonna zhuzh up the role for her to make it like nicole <laughs> you don't waste a nicole scherzinger opportunity that's what, you I'm, know? Sa- that's what I'm saying to you it's like don't nicole, waste an opportunity nicole who played freaking grizabella on like broadway right which broadway london i don't know she was in cats well broadway london isn't broadway it's west end she shut down aka didn't what's his face was like no more of this because you cast nicole scherzinger <laughs> we're ending cats <laughs> I'm just saying she so mean. she has the she is the perfect casting for a cheesy watered down live made for TV Annie. She is it. She's mm-hmm. the peak. It's her and Leah Michelle. Like it is that's it. They're all every time Leah Michelle doesn't get cast in the, you know, bi-monthly announcement of a new Annie cast member, she breaks a glass. Right. She squeezes it, just breaks, and then she has to put a bandage on her hand again. I like Nicole's quote which is i'm over the moon excited this is my wheelhouse and i'm not quite sure what part of it is her wheelhouse but like i'm here for it i guess what part is her wheelhouse like musicals i'm sorry did i not just explain television to you what her wheel, that it is her wheelhouse that it singing. is singing musicals trash next update the baby deleted his apology from instagram and i and like number one it's rare that this happens i can't think of another time that like a high profile celebrity had a high profile apology put it on the grid and then deleted it yeah that apology got no positive response but i think it's like you put an apology what do you, you can't expect like yay six right? days after the apology it's one thing to post the apology feel the pressure the backlash and then delete it instantly and release a revision he waited six days to delete it Maybe they're planning a new apology rollout. I don't think so. You know? It just seems like a it's a strange choice. This reads to me as the baby being like, hey, PR, this apology didn't work. Fuck you. I'm deleting it. You know what I mean? Like, this didn't even do anything. What's the point of... This was embarrassing and it didn't do anything. Am I wrong? It's like, there's a... This sort of behavior can either lead to you, like, having a truly heartfelt, like, not heartfelt, but a a real change of heart and, like, learning from your ways or, like, it causes you to become increasingly red-pilled. Like, you you take the, like, the scene in Queen's Gambit where she takes all the pills, but that's what baby's doing. She's, like, crying into the, crawling into the, like, the other room in the orphanage and just, like, downing all of the red pills. You see the effects that are, you see, it's, it's different for every person, right? It's not the same right. reaction. You don't get this, like, it's not, like, a surefire, like, if we do, if somebody does something and we do this, then this happens. Right. It's, like, not always, you know? Right. Everyone was justified in being angry at the baby, but like there's no way to predict the way people are going to behave whenever exactly. they are told that they are being ignorant and bad. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Next update. Christina Hawk bought a boat. She bought a yacht. There is on the yacht nothing better than saying you li- you're living better. I-, I think there's nothing there's no louder message to say I'm living better than to buy a boat. Boats are really expensive. They're frivolous. Mm-hmm. They mean you have money. And I'm just saying a boat, especially a yacht, a luxury yacht that she bought, is, mm-hmm. you know, best revenge. Good for Christina Hawk. I'm Team Christina Hawk. We decided we're Team Christina Hawk on this podcast, I guess, just because the alternative is like truly bleak. Let's move on to new stuff. 
one of the great feuds happened over the past week. Um, capital G, capital F, one of the great feuds. And it is between Jesse J, Nicki Minaj, and not Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande was like, I'm not involving myself here. told me when bang bang came out that these girls would feud years later i would say probably because this song is that this this song is seven years this later. song came out and like all the like all the volcanoes exploded like it's a it's a like earth shattering event in terms of like just changing you know global warming started when bang bang came out i don't know if anyone knows it was like the big bang but like two bangs and like every mm-hmm. everything shifted back She's got a body like a Cadillac. That Cadillac is now like, has like one door is another color. Like it's well below blue book value. Like this Cadillac is, is really, really rough. It is not a mistake that there are two bangs in the title. It's not a mistake. (laughs) What's funny here is this all stems from an interview in Glamour Magazine, in Glamour Magazine. And Jesse J was there to talk about, it's their, it's their, it's their, it's a column they do, five songs, five stories. But she's specifically promoting her new music because she released um, some new song that's actually quite good earlier this summer, I Want Love. And so she's talking about her new music, but also, you know, reminiscing about other songs that were important to her career. One of those songs is Bang Bang featuring Arna Grande and Nicki Minaj. Never forget, I think the thing that always kills me when I think about Bang Bang is that is a is that it is a Jesse J song. Ariana and Nicki are the features. It's her biggest get. It's the biggest get of her career. Okay? And the song is embarrassing, but it's also wildly earwormy and a huge hit. And like, she probably made like a ton of money. On- I mean, compared to her other music and projects, it's like it is like Maybe it's not Nikki's biggest song, and it's certainly not Ariana's biggest song, but it's like definitely Jessie J. So it's like you kind of have to give her that, even if you were on that song just as much as she was, right? Like, like well, I think sure, I think they should understand that it's like it's really important to Jessie J's career. This song, even though it's not as, even though it's a big song for you, but not even close to being the first song you'd rattle off of your hits, you know? It's Jessie J's number one song on Spotify, and it is always in the top five of Nikki's Spotify popular list. Always. I brought that up to you and Steven and Lala multiple times where I'm like, every time I go to Nikki's Spotify page, I cannot believe that Bang Bang is always near the top of the list. It's always there. It's a popular song. Nicki Minaj, you know, that song did Nicki Minaj well. It's not embarrassing. It, it truly is not embarrassing. It's kind of funny that the song exists because it's so like paint by numbers. First of all, it is a little embarrassing, but it's not any more embarrassing than freaking Super Bass. I'm sorry. Like, it's not no. more embarrassing than, like, the the song Fly featuring Rihanna. I could go on. <laughs> Nikki has her share of embarrassing songs. This I'm is a not... Fly apologist. I will always I will always love Fly. I will never be embarrassed by Fly. I can love a song and still recognize that it's embarrassing. It's not about love. Mm-hmm. It's not about, like, adoration and loving the song. It's just, like, You're right. I this is less embarrassing than Super Bass. can tell you which Nicki Minaj songs are embarrassing. For her, too. And to this day. Okay. She's in Glamour. Jesse J, who the other two women, definitely thems. But Jesse J says, Bang Bang was a song that already existed. I didn't write Bang Bang. Max Martin wrote Bang Bang, a.k.a. why it makes no sense. And Ariana had been played it. I had been played it. And we both loved it. 
So, so Ariana stayed on the second verse. I recorded the first verse. And then Nikki was played it in the studio and was like, I've got to jump on this. We didn't go to her and ask. She wanted to do it. I'll never forget. I was in my bedroom in my flat in London. And I got sent the version with Nikki on it. I just sat at the end of my bed holding my phone, staring at the floor going, how the fuck did I land this? I literally felt like I'd won a competition. So just okay? the nicest flattering The nicest reference story. to Nikki. Nicki Minaj gets on her phone. Someone sends her this glamour story she screenshots it insane to me that someone's like oh you must read this she screenshots it and then she adds uh a caption on her tweet on her tweet and it says babe at jesse j (laughs) babe at jesse j babed her okay first of all i will say i i will say like we could expect nothing less from Nicki minaj of course Nicki minaj is like is does this but still babe at jesse j I didn't hear the song and and asked to get on it. The label asked me to get on it and paid me. How would I have heard the song? Crying emoji. Child, what am I? The damn song monitor. <laughs> Snooping around for songs. She's so funny. This was said by another artist recently as well. Y'all gotta stop. Balloon emoji. Love you. Kissy. Okay? Which is just like, Nikki, read the room. You have to know music well enough to know that it's not like Jessie J is lying. That is clearly what her, like, team told her. The minute I saw this, I was like, the label gassed Jessie up by saying, Nikki wants to hop on this. They're never going to say, we are, this song is not strong, this song is not strong enough, so we are going to pay Nicki Minaj to get on it. Like, that is not something they would tell Ariana Grande and Jessie J. They're saying like, oh, she's excited to be here. To be honest, the minute those girls got together, I'm sure Jesse Day realized that Nicki Minaj was not excited to be here. Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj has not been excited to be anywhere since like 2005. Like she literally is the known for coming in and a feature on a TV screen in the music video. You know, she's done it many times. Yes, which is why she's a rich woman. And that's the thing, like the story telling Jesse J, hey, no one was really interested, but we gave Nicki Minaj a bag of gold coins, and she was like, sure, I'll write a verse in five minutes one of those, and like, like record it like, for you. From like Mario, like, like just like a true like sack with exactly. a big dollar sign on it. <laughs> yeah, when the when the truth is that Nicki has like a brick in her bedroom that she can just like hit and gold coins come out of it, then then it's less fun for Jesse J than saying, like, you know what? She was excited and she recorded it. Because even in the way that, that Jesse tells the story. She didn't even know it was in the works. She was just sent a final song with Jesse with Nikki on it. And she was like, oh, wow, amazing. And also, come if there's a song that's not... Has there ever been a song that's more label manufactured than Bang Bang? You know, Nikki probably also made like extra money for this verse too. Because never forget, she mentions her mixed Moscato spawn in this verse. <laughs> you know? Do they still sell mixed Moscato? I remember like the cutouts of Nikki and the like posters every with her store. holding it. Yeah, do they? St- I don't. Do they incredible. still sell mixed Moscato? Yeah, they still sell it. Yes, okay. they still sell it. I think she was just an ambassador. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Uh, no, it was. Oh, whoops, whoops, whoops. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I corrected myself very quickly. Uh-huh. It was created and inspired by singer songwriter Nicki Minaj. Not only did she create it, she inspired herself. I was going to say, if she's going to put Mix Mixcato in a song that's like going to last forever, it better be like a brand that you have very, you're very deeply embedded with because otherwise you just hold it, you should just hold it up. You know, you need, if you're going to put that in the lyrics, you know? And let me tell you one thing, people are going to be singing Bang Bang much longer than they are going to be drinking Mix Mixcato. 
Okay. That's so true. I think that's the truth. That's so true. When like when when the when the third bang bang happens, when bang 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 happens, the third big bang, and the aliens come and they hear this song and they're like, "Oh, this was the second bang bang." They're gonna say, "What was Mix Moscato?" And they'll never be able to figure it out. They'll have to like pour through the the like paperwork, you know, the search the internet if it still exists and Jesus find Christ. it. <laughs> no. So Jesse J. <laughs> no response Jessie to that. J. Okay, fine. I have no response to that. Oh, Jesse yeah. J feels a lot. And so after Nikki honestly humiliated her on Twitter. These two couldn't have the most opposite energy. Sorry. Like yes. Nikki's funny trolley and Jesse's earnest sweet. A little. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, and, and the thing is, like, as much of an asshole as Nikki is in this tweet, like, I'm fully entertained by it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. No, I love it. This is so funny. It's like when celebrities. It's like the Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez thing. It's like, this is what we expect from our celebrities. This is what I expect from feuds and like an A-lister feuding with the D-lister, Nikki and Jesse. But here we go. Jesse went on Instagram, I believe, mm-hmm. and wrote this in her caption. Mm-hmm. I respect you publicly being yourself at Nicki Minaj. So here I am being myself. Like instantly she's like, I'm way too heartfelt here. This is a video of me back in 2015 on stage taking the piss out of myself, which is basically an hour of my set. I was made into a meme about two weeks ago. Is this really what this is about? And where this weird energy between us began? Or maybe it was when you used me as a stairwell at the AMAs. That was also funny AF. If we can't live in the lives we've been blessed with, what's the point? It really isn't that deep. From the moment I met you to now, I have shown you nothing but love and gratitude for how fucking blessed I was to have you and Ariana Grande, who BTW wrote Bang Bang with the insanely talented Max Martin, which I found out today. Jesus, what a day. Sorry, Ari. I never knew. Wild. She had no Pause. idea Ariana Grande she wrote didn't Bang know, Bang. She, I'm sorry. You're telling me she didn't know Ariana Grande co-wrote Bang Bang? Her song? The song she... No. That's That can't be true. She doesn't know where the, mo- the I mean, songwriting is- credits are going and where that money is going? No. Sorry. No. This is straight from Jesse's mouth. Insane. This is straight from Jesse's mouth. Sorry, no. I felt like I had won a competition, did back then, and still do now. I'm the first person to admit Bang Bang would never have been what it was without you guys. I'm sorry I got the story wrong all these years. I was told you heard the song and wanted to be on it by someone clearly gassing me up at the label. Bless them and my, and I- Bless them and my naive ass. Thank you for clarifying I was wrong on that and do it like dude told me, huh? God, she's uh, indecipherable. Do it like dude told me, huh? Whatever. What a way it was for us to celebrate the seven-year anniversary of the song. Should we all go for dinner? No, probably not, right? Too soon? Bang, bang, part two? Jesse, it is now bang, bang, bang. That's what it is now. No. Okay, got it. Do it like a dude remix? Okay, I'll stop. That's her song. Look. You know? Got it. Do it like a dude. The song did its damn thing. I will never say you asked to be on it ever again. Although all this drama means memes and man have the memes of me kept me entertained all day. Swipe for a good old laugh. Always love and light from me, babes. I have to say I do genuinely believe of all of this that Jessie J is entertained and has a good sense of humor about her memes or else she wouldn't keep like doing this because like half of her existence is like the good and genuinely funny memes that people make of her because she's such like a explosive personality, such a specific person. If she didn't like that, like she wouldn't, it just feels very. The funniest thing about this is that Ariana Grande has not said a single word about this publicly because she's busy wishing Dalton Gomez a happy birthday. And she <laughs> never, ever will. <laughs> This is Nikki's this is Nikki's final statement to Jesse J. It's me. Yeah. I win. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. 
And Jesse J's response to Nikki is this. Thank you, Nikki. I love you. <laughs> Got that big rocket on the Megan McCain's last week on The View was last week, which is thrilling for a number of reasons, sad for a couple more, mostly just because we won't see her weird hairstyles anymore from the hairstylist who honestly probably hates her or hated her. Well, it's a genuine mix of like knowing she sucks like empirically, you know, and her opinions are bad, but also Mm -hmm. knowing that she's good entertainment and also the only like reason The View gets headlines outside of itself is like because of her like antagonism you know on the show yeah which is which is by design exactly you know exactly but i think she herself couldn't take any more that she was essentially like the person they all disagreed with in a way even though she she, was a punching bag she was the star in a way because she really brought the drama she brought the drama yeah it's like she is she is not a sympathetic figure at all no. but like she was treated like shit you know though i will say she was treated like shit for good reason anyway but that's what's so she's it's like it's like a bittersweet farewell because you know that even though it's like great get her out of here hate her never want to see her face again but also now it's like oh the view is now irrelevant kind of in many ways because mm-hmm. th- she was the one who was creating the like <sighs> You know, the fighting, the the kind of sparring she was the only reason I, that we love I to never see. watched that show like But when you uh, saw I mean, a clip, like you clicked it. No, that's what I'm saying. Like when's the last time you watched a full episode oh. all the way through? I guess maybe that twenty fifth twenty fifth anniversary episode. Like I guess a couple of times in the past few years I've watched a full episode. Rarely. But like it's you watch the clips and the reason they went viral is be usually because of Megan McCain. Like the the most viral clip of the past twelve months was probably Megan McCain saying something ridiculous. I don't even remember what it was, and then cutting to Whoopi pausing for a couple of seconds and going, "Okay, like that wouldn't have happened had Megan McCain not been on there being a dumbass." You know, like they they are losing something. Well, because with it's the like you really McCain. it's it's not a fun show when everyone agrees because then there's mm-hmm. there's no passion for the points anymore it's like if everyone agrees like i don't have to get loud i don't have to get angry but because of her it provided this like jumping board this diving board to bounce off of and have like a moment you know like all of them so it really is a bittersweet goodbye but she is outie she's outie she's outie her last day was friday there were two very funny things that happened on her last week one of them involved kathy griffin and clay aiken which is hysterical insane so and just so weird very bang bang Megan mccain <laughs> it's very bang it's bang very bang bang Megan mccain is friends with clay aiken and so when they were talking about kathy griffin's lung surgery because she, i guess kathy griffin is a them which is hilarious that kathy griffin is a them i mean if Megan mccain is a them she got famous by being on um the d-list but um anyway kathy griffin had lung surgery uh because she had lung cancer and released this statement that she was in the news last week. I'm sure you saw all of this. So when this came up on Monday, 
Megan was just like, well, I hate Kathy Griffin. She said, I don't like her. I'm never going to like her. And she said the reason, the main reason she didn't like her is because she's friends with Clay Aiken, as in Megan McCain is friends with Clay Aiken, and said Kathy Griffin was always very mean, quote, very, very cruel and homophobic towards Clay Aiken, quote, before he was out of the closet, okay? And so she was like, well, this is the reason I hate Kathy Griffin, because she did these homophobic things, which is cool, okay? Megan McCain on the right side of history every once in a while, Okay. But then hours later, as page six pointed out in the shadiest way possible, Aiken tweeted a message of support to Kathy Griffin. And Clay Aiken tweeted a photo of him with Kathy Griffin many, many years ago that said, love and prayers are for a speedy recovery to my dear friend, Kathy (gasps) Griffin. Selfless and gracious. She even hosted a fundraiser for my congressional campaign years ago. Get well soon, Kathy. I miss your (gasps) jokes. It's like, what? Megan McCain can't even get Kathy Griffin hate right, you know? Like, did she not... (laughs) Was there a miscommunication? Were there were there was there lines crossed? Did Clay can get drunk one night and say he hated Kathy to Megan and then like forgot about it? Yeah, it's just like I having using this person as the reason and being like, no, I'm actually the empathetic one in this equation. And it's like maybe you're not. I mean, like, maybe you actually aren't. Clay Aiken is the, the other who funny in this drama, considering. I know compared to the other two women, yeah, for sure. Clay Aiken is the who, and the who also is who the incoming view host, who's probably going to be a Republican, is going to be. Who knows who they'll yeah. pull out of their butts. Well, before we get in before we get into that, the second funniest thing that happened to Megan McCain was when she had a foot out the door, her last moments on the view. This happened. This was captured by Deja the View, the um Twitter for the podcast about the view. I just absolutely I've watched this a million times. Have a great day and take a little time to continue enjoying the view. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. They're so excited. No one for her hated to leave. Megan McCain more than Joy Behar okay, hated Megan bye. McCain. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Like the disdain dripping off of what her. What I at that love point. about Joy and Megan is that it's not a showman's hatred, like the opposite of a showman's, like a show hatred. I don't think Joy thinks that Megan makes her better. I think Joy just hates Megan and wants her gone. There is no like, I do appreciate that we spar and like it's cool for the show and good for like me. But it's like, no, I just literally hate her and don't want her there. You know, like that's such a good. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good. Like, I literally hate her. The baseline of this is like, I if the show was canceled today because of this, I'd be okay with it because I hate this woman. You know, like I just don't want her in my life anymore. <laughs> so anyway, now the conversation is who's going to replace Megan on The View. And we have a lot of, I mean, I was looking at, you know, kind of the odds, what most people are saying, and then just thinking of some people on my own. But it seems like most outlets that are writing about like who they think is going to replace her have narrowed it down to two people. I don't know that I buy this, but it it makes sense. It's Anna Navarro Cardenas, who's on The View all the time, and Caitlyn Jenner, because both of these women are Republicans. I'm sorry, They're but at least Caitlyn Jenner on The View, it's never going to happen. I could see why they want it, exactly, but it'll never happen. I think Caitlyn would hate it. I think Caitlyn would never want to do that. Caitlyn Jenner is not only a Republican, she's an idiot. So there's not, I mean, Megan McCain yeah, is right. a Republican, and but she's not quite an idiot. Caitlyn Jenner is an mm-hmm. idiot. Did you see actually the other Caitlyn Jenner news? Actually, I sent it to you, so you did see it, but it cracked oh, me up. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner accidentally spoiling the. Uh, I mean, Big Brother I'm Australia obsessed stuff. for this. First of all, they pay. First of all, Caitlyn Jenner running for governor or whatever. Caitlyn Jenner, which is just absurd. Caitlyn Jenner pauses her run for governor, like her whatever she, her promo that she's doing, so that she can go to Australia to film Big Brother VIP, which also has Omarosa in it and like Meghan Markle's brother. It's just the most like Meghan Markle's brother. Debasing. And he goes, "I'm the biggest brother of them all." Ugh. 
I'm Meghan Markle's brother. I'm the biggest brother of them all. Well, I told Prince Harry, I think she's going to ruin your life. She's very shallow. Caitlyn Jenner goes to Australia and tapes this Big Brother. And the whole thing about Big Brother is like, you don't know whether people get kicked off. You want to last the whole time. It's a game, right? You want to stay the whole time. But, but, but then Caitlyn Jenner is spotted getting on a plane back to L.A. and tweeting, so happy to be back in California. So what that means is, of course, the producers of the show are like, shut the fuck up. How are we supposed to, like, you know, tease the fact that you're on this show and that you you would want to stay when you've already basically promoted that you're gone from Australia, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. the Big Brother house? I was just, like, cracking Mm -hmm. up because, like, did they not think they paid her maybe half a million dollars for this? Something insane, right? So much money for this. Did they not think to say, hey, don't you can't promote yourself publicly as not being in Australia until at least, you know, two weeks into our premiere date? The show hasn't even aired right. yet. It's one thing if like the paps caught her landing or something, but she was like, I'm back. I love California. I miss California. And then she's like, I'm back. I miss my dog. I love California. And then it's just like, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm just crying. It's just so it's just so fucking funny and so flop to like kind of to spend this much money to basically have the person give away the fact that they're they were a stunt you know it's when drew barrymore dies Mm -hmm. in the first scene of scream it's a stunt yeah but you don't have to but at least pretend that it isn't a stunt you know that's part of the job i know know. and then omarosa was spotted flying back and it's like oh my god we really just these americans just showed up for like the paycheck and are just outie which of course the show is terrible nobody wants to be on that show actually but it is just so funny. So anyways, Caitlyn Jenner number is on this list. I just think that's uh, that's ridiculous. These other options are insane. Megan Kelly, I think, makes more sense than either Anna or Caitlyn. Like, I think Megan Kelly, now that she's like, oh, I only do my, like, shitty trolley podcast now, she misses a camera, you know? A mic is great for a lot of people, but, like, Megan Kelly misses the fucking camera. Also, I think she'd know? be good on that show. Sorry. Like, you know how we, you, you, she would, would be good on you that have show. the ultimate love-hate relationship with this idiot, but she would be great on this show because... No, like, all of, like, everyone would be dead, you know? Right. Like, there yeah. would just, something would happen where, like, all of them would end up dead after a week of right. filming the show. I think Megan Kelly is, like, one of the most despicable people on the planet, and I actually think that she... Uh, if you hire her to do something, then you are uh, an amoral psychopath. Uh, <laughs> but, and that, like, if if the executive producers of that show put her on camera, but, they would be responsible for spreading disinformation on this planet and maybe re- actually, like, indirectly responsible for the deaths of people. Okay, but... And, um, but having said that, she's good TV, you know? Like... <laughs> This is exactly the type of person you want for this for this job. The like the 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 I feel like I was just you were speaking and I was on the sideline and I was blowing up a big balloon that says butt with like a with like a hand pump <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like yeah, I'm just like yeah. pushing it on and with the, your foot pump. like with my foot I'm no like I'm like you know like a TNT boom, 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 boom. dynamite but I'm doing it like I'm pushing yes. with both hands yes. down and like I'm I'm the butt is like growing and grow, and it's like three balloons that are like connected together and the butt is just growing 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 growing, growing. Yeah. No, I think if you at this point, if you hand a mic, if you are the person who hands a mic to Megyn Kelly, like you deserve like to be charged with the crime, you know, but but (laughs) but (laughs) but but anyway, then we have Katherine Schwarzenegger, who if you want to go to the nepotism angle, like with. Oh, my God, I'd I'd be asleep. She's so boring. What a snoozy She's so boring. Exactly. She's boring. I saw a lot of people float her name around and I was just like, no, 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 no. She's so dull on camera. She's also too nice. 
Debbie Matinopoulos. Didn't she already come back to The View? Briefly. She made an appearance. But, like, bringing back, like, the OG lady, like, the OG young woman as, like, a main cast member, I think is a really smart idea. I don't really know what her politics are right now, but, like, maybe she could be one of those people where it's like, you know what? Now everyone knows that I donated to Donald Trump's campaign. I may as well lean in because this might be better for me, like, financially. But I don't think she's smart enough to, like, even if she believes these things, I don't think she's smart enough to, like, stand up for herself every single day. Like, that's just, that's, uh, she's not, she's not. I'm intrigued. But same energy as Meghan McCain in terms of a person. No, but I'm saying shadily a gay icon, but like problematic. Well, right. Someone a a sort of like... like hello, my gay boys, like, you know, I'm going to drive myself off a cliff now. A conservative with kind of like dangerous ideas who happens to fancy herself like a fan of gays. Totally. No, exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, 100%. Melissa Joan Hart, I think, I just get like very like Maura Tierney... Uh, gotta finish my pack of cigarettes vibes from her like I, I see her as like sort of like slow burn chaos like she is a republican also she's more the chew or the <laughs> like, talk or the or the other one like she's not this is like the this is not a like candace is what we'd be look. you know what i mean like this is not the yeah this is the big leads she's in the triple a's you know is that sports reference yeah. work yeah uh i put jessica simpson <laughs> just because i was thinking about her but she might be a little not no. she might not be like clever enough. Never, never, never. Then I was like, well, what if they replace her with liberal people? Because they might go the opposite and replace them with, or people with like weird, uh, um, more politically neutral people. Well, well, that could work because technically the view is like kind of centrist. So like if they yeah. like... Even liberal or neutral. Because it's it's a centrist, centrist that, right. that leans centrist. that leans conservative because of Megan, but it could be centrist that leans liberal or more, you know, they could get somebody radical even to like fight the women, you know, like just, that could be cool. Or just a name that people know, which is why I was thinking about Rachel Lindsay because now Rachel Lindsay has very loudly said I don't want to do anything with The Bachelor anymore Perfect. like fuck that entire Perfect. franchise but she's a great no, she's hosting. She people just really hosted, like her um, she hosted a reunion for something that I saw and she was like yay like I, she's just she's hosting Lori Loughlin I just thought of her I saw her in the news recently and I was like what is she up to no. she's probably not going to act but I feel like she could provide like an interesting perspective, even though it's also a shitty perspective. Like they love shitty perspectives. No way. And Curry, just because I was like, what's she up to? And she's been doing some stuff on television, but in like weird channels I've never heard of. She might want to be back on camera. Okay. On like network TV. Interesting. And then this is chaos. Chaos. Hillary Clinton. Chaos. What if they're like Hillary Clinton? That would be absolutely. What if they offer a hundred million dollars? Chaos. Meanwhile, it's funny because I just said that, they should have someone like radical on it. No one on this list is radical, but I just, but that was like an idea I had. Like, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be someone totally different. Two men. Because now that Jerry O'Connell opened up the men, the male floodgates on talk shows, daytime talk shows for women, I feel like they could bring in either Ross Matthews or Karamo Brown. I mean, not to be first so... wave, but I don't want men on The View. Sorry. <laughs> not to be first wave. I mean, I don't either. I'm just saying, like, just saying, I just don't want them. I don't want them on. I'm not ready for this. This is not, we don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want them either. I don't want men on daytime TV. I just don't. Ryan Seacrest cannot. I don't want it. I don't want it. This story on The Wrap is from 2014. And it was uh, in a previous shakeup uh, on The View's casting. They said, time and to bring in were, a man. Bring in a man. They said, they said they had talked to people at ABC and there were whispers that they were considering men. And some of the men in the running were, one of the men in the running was Ross Matthews. Take some time to enjoy The View. <laughs> Am I right? No, it's even, no, it's even clunkier, Lindsay. Take some time to continue enjoying the viewing. No. What is the line? All right, everyone, have a great day and take a little time to continue enjoying the view. I'm sorry. Take a little time to continue enjoying it's the view. Not that. Take a little time to continue enjoying First the view. First of all, it should be take some time to enjoy the view. 
take some time to enjoy the view. Right. Take a little time to continue enjoying the view. Babe, you don't know what I'm doing. How do you know I'm still um, continuing? <laughs> Lindsay, just covering Megan's script in red lines. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry, but tell me that my version is less, is clunkier than that. That's horrendous. Ooh, your version is clearly better. Our tagline is better than that. And it's confusing on purpose. Everything you need to know about the celebrities, you don't. To clear up confusion, it, if you think it means one thing, it means both things. Okay, I'm just going to say one thing. Take some time to continue enjoying the Who Weekly podcast. Oh, God, I know you're going to put an ad there, aren't you? You're going to put an ad there. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> what when I sleep to... on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. 
and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's talk about some couples. We have some relationship news. These are some new couples. Some are couples that we sort of knew existed, but they've been confirmed in various ways. The first one, everyone's talking about Young Miami and Diddy. That's They were so spotted canoodling in Miami together. Bad <laughs> for her. No, I mean, what I think... What is this, like, two, two alarm emoji? Young Miami, get away. Carisha, get away from this guy. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Young Miami and JT, part of the City Girls. The City Girls, like, number one motto is, like, scam men, take their money. So part of me is, like, she went for the biggest fish in the pond, who is Diddy. He's rich, take his money. We love it. But then part of me is, like, Diddy famously, like, is not a good relationship guy, you know? Like, we just, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's kind of, like, protect Young Miami at all costs. But then part of me is, like, why am I protecting Young Miami at all costs? It seems like she could definitely hold her own, you know? Yeah, like she's like twenty. She's like thirty. She's twenty seven. But not even how like, old she is. She just like her motto is like scam rich men. Like I'm like okay, then like that's what you want, and like you're getting that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bitch on the shit. QC the click. We rich as a bitch. Yeah. Hey, Miami on lit. Protect on my wrist. Follow the drip. My jewelry sick. Pneumonia pink. Diamonds got the corona. Money bad runs. That's the aroma. This ain't no mid from Arizona. I'm intrigued. Also, it's the the way that this was written about was really funny. So here are all the headlines. Page six, Diddy rumored to be dating City Girls rapper Young Miami. The Miami Herald, are rappers Young Miami and Sean Combs dating? The internet seems to think so. Pop sugar, Diddy and Young Miami are fueling dating rumors yet again. So what's really going on? And again, they don't know what's really going on. They just say the same thing everyone else said. Complex, fans react to Young Miami cozying up to Diddy in video. And then the Daily Mail, Diddy and Young Miami of City Girls fuel relationship rumors after very cozy Instagram of her sitting on his lap. I just think this is interesting because normally I feel like at this point you would just... Say it, right? Well, it just says, say it. They're a dating. source told Page Six, and I think this is like not even like somebody who's close to the source, just like somebody who's like us speculating. Sean is known for dating young, beautiful women, and the city girl's mantra is to only date men with money or is just a waste of your time. Carisha, that's her real name, has her own money, but she wants someone to match her fly and t- treat her to the lifestyle that she's become accustomed to. So a boss like Diddy is a perfect fit. Like, exactly. That's exactly what I would think, too. And the other kind of mm-hmm. interesting thing about the timing here, which is a little bit weird, is that yeah, he just the did stuff. Well, he no, well, that too, but he just did a big Vanity Fair profile and cover with his kids because his, his ex-girlfriend or the mother, you know, and the, and the mother of his children died not long ago, like really tragically, mm-hmm. Kim Porter. And so he has kind of been a little bit like, I'm the, I'm the sad, grieving dude, you know, for the past like few months. You know? I'm in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I also, I, I think a lot of it has to do with that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Again, maybe I'm being too cynical, but like. The J-Lo stuff where he's looking at his ex who's now dating her ex, you know, and he is sort of saying, yeah, it's cool that you're dating Ben Affleck. I'm happy for you, but also I can still attract like the hot young thing, you know, in music the way that I could 20 years ago, you know, like I've still got it. Like, I think there's a weird flex here. Diddy is also always just, like, trying to stay relevant in music, and she is, like, relevant in music, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the City Girls are huge. And he does. He he stays relevant very successfully. He does. Too. And this is the ultimate staying relevant in music is dating one of the City Girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kate Bosworth, the model-slash-actress-slash-former equestrian. Actually... Wait, I, she wasn't a former equestrian. I just confused her with a former equestrian because she dies on a horse at the beginning of the horse. Shut the Whoops, fuck so, up. Shut up. Never mind. Shut up. She just convincingly, she reeks of 
I was an equestrian, right? Like she reeks of Horace Girl. But That's I will say she, Kate yes. Bosworth is also one of the women that we get asked we get asked about on calls the most. Like I will now I'm just thinking it's like probably all the time. Probably like three calls a week we get that are like, what's Kate Bosworth up to? And I'm like, why is this like a thi- it's evergreen. But anyway, Kate Bosworth split from her like director husband that she's been with for about 10 years, Michael Polish. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was confused because she announced the split with a photo of them kissing and a really long, tender caption. Like, it wasn't a, uh, an angry split. Like, if you scrolled story. by like, the story, the you would never know that it was a split. You would have to read this, like, poem of a caption, you know? And those two have always been, their social media presence, or at least hers, because I don't follow him on the Who account, but we follow Kate. They're very horny for each other. Like, they've always been... Uh, horny on Maine about the relationship like a lot of kissy a lot of PDA like it's a it's a horny couple so the fact that they would announce their divorce or split via a horny post is not surprising at all right do you want to read this I mean I'm like I'm like uh I mean no I don't want to read this no I don't want to read it but they are split up um and this guy, Michael Polish, he and his brother were movie makers. They made that movie, um, Twin Falls, Idaho. They made a, they made a few like very very Sundancey movies in it's like the nineties so and early two thousands. If you read this caption, but took out the one sentence in which they say, "Inherently, we fear an ending to lose." Which basically, if you read this, you might not know they broke up because it actually does not ever say we're breaking up. Like if you if you cut out the second paragraph, I I think it means that they split. I think this is just her roundabout way of doing it. But the, but you're right because even this, even this, the connection does not simply disappear. The love deepens, the heart expands. Okay, so you really, but you really have to right. But what I'm saying is, this. even that paragraph could be interpreted as we've gone through the ringer, but we made it out on yes. the other end and we're staying together. Yes. But I think she is saying we're split. I'm just like so confused because even the end it ends with. What happens when we reach the end of something and realize we are just at the beginning? That could mean, I mean, that could mean breaking up, but that could also mean these people are weird, freaks, whatever. It could mean anything. It could mean they're moving to fucking Idaho. I don't know. I know I they're breaking the up, but I'm just, that, it's insane. to Right. Like, and I think the reason we know they're breaking up is because every, every website has wrote about this breakup. And if that weren't the case, she would have already released no, a statement course. saying, wait, you misinterpreted me. <laughs> You know, like, no, 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 no. We're still together. We're we're still very much together. It's just a very convoluted way to say we're breaking up without actually really saying directly we have broken up. It's just too much. It's a little, the the lady doth protest too much to (laughs) say what we always say. Like, it's like, relax. We're not that worried about, like, whether or not you still love each other. The lady doth break up too much. The lady doth doth, um, not even protest, like profess too much you know like that's actually the lady doth profess too much that's truly the who we get version if you were instagram caption i have to expand and then scroll i'm not uh, uh, you're this is another split so april jones and omarion split a while ago years ago a while ago but the thing is a while ago and so this i'm seeing everywhere and the audio is actually it's it would be fun. It would be funny if it weren't a little sad, but I think you can tell that she's taking it in stride. So April Jones was on um, some like Instagram live interview, 
And she was talking about all sorts of things. Like she's on Love and Hip Hop. She was talking about work. She was talking about her kids. And someone asked her about her relationship with Amarian because they've broken up. Uh, they've been single. They've been split for a long time. But they were like, what's your current relationship with him? And he and she said, there is no relationship. We don't even communicate. We found a method. No relationship. Nothing at all. Zip. Zero. Nada. Which is very funny to me. But she's basically like, we have these kids together. But the only problem with my relationship with Omarion, which again, I don't have a relationship with him anymore, is that he refuses to settle the terms of our child custody agreement. So he like apparently keeps serving her papers. She doesn't elaborate much, but the audio is really funny because she's like, he's constantly serving papers. I get served all the time. And she laughs about it. She's like, I'm constantly getting served. And it's just like, he can't make up his mind about what he wants from this custody agreement. Um, but all the funny, all the headlines are kind of funny. It's like, messy baby daddies. April Jones alleges Omarion won't stop serving her papers years after split. April Jones begs Omarion, colon, stop serving me with legal papers. I gotta say, like, he's probably spending a lot on lawyers to send all these papers. Like, each paper, like... It's a lot of money. It's not just easy to send papers unless he's just sending her, like, little letters she's not reading. <laughs> she's like, stop sending me papers. And the papers are just, like, scribbles. She just won't open them. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, little notes. And I'm always getting um, served. <laughs> That's just the truth. That's just, is my boobies visible? That's just the truth. So it's, like, constantly having to deal with that um, in court and all that. Like, I'm tired and I would preferably, like, for it to stop. And I know you guys are going to laugh because you're going to be like, you guys are her. <laughs> it's like, I laugh too. Because how does that, ironically, how is that? We have not been together for six years. Like six. Um, and so I don't understand what the problem is. Like there's, I'm not, I'm not the baby mama who's like a crazy baby mama or like going to like knock on your door. Give me the door. <laughs> I'm not, you know, it's like, take the kids, have a great time. Enjoy your life. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But it's also but it's also kind of clear that, like, she's the one doing the most of the parenting because they clearly have a co-parenting situation, like, worked out. Like, it's down. That's why she's like, it's fine. I don't understand why he's complicating things. So it's like, why are you serving her the papers when she's the one doing most of the parenting? Like, it's just very ridiculous. Anyway, it's the audio is good. You got to put it in. And then the worst split. Oh, I don't care about no, this No, I'm obsessed split. with this. The timing of this split, this is perfect. So Tyler Cameron of Bachelor dumbass. fame. We don't, like... I'm not going to pretend nor I'm going to get into like what part of the bachelor, what part of the bachelor he had. All I know for sure without getting anything wrong is that he is from the bachelor franchise and he is a popular person from that. Okay. So popular that he got himself a book, a book deal. Not that that takes much, I guess, but he got himself a book deal and the book is positioned as a relationship advice book, which is like the funniest as a bachelor contestant, the funniest angle to take. Right. It's called You Deserve Better. What life has taught me about love, relationships, and becoming your best self. This book was released July 27th. 27th. He releases a book about relationship advice and then breaks up a week later with his girlfriend. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Maybe she did deserve better. <laughs> she definitely deserved Take better. his advice. She is currently in Italy now with her parents. Great. Amazing. I was on her stories. Okay. Last split. Last split. Kenya Moore. Uh, what's his last name? Daly? Mm -hmm. Mark Daly. Kenya Moore of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Th she revealed... This is an interest. This happened... This has been happening more and more in the celebrity world. So she officially announced that they filed for divorce this week. Okay? 
someone like Radar got the documents with all the divorce paperwork and apparently it was filed in May. So it's actually been around for a couple of weeks, but no one did the digging. She has spent the past year denying that a split was on the horizon. So like I found all these headlines since September of last year throughout like September, December 2020, March 2020, April 2020, I mean, March 2021, April 2021 with them like keeping up appearances. And I mean, I have to believe that it has something to do with like the Real Housewives like timing, right? Like you have to time everything so that it aligns with promo cycles, you know? Or Bobby, maybe they were working on it, but the like legal but then the legal step was taken when it wasn't going to work like i feel like separation doesn't imply we are broken up bona fide state of separation just sounds so definitive as like it's done i've just never seen that language before (laughs) bona fide state of separation meanwhile Lindsay, I have a quick game related to the housewives. I'm not. How are you running games about the housewives? You don't well, even, it's not. You that's watch this is, one. This is, the, this is the only. I only watch one housewives, um, which by the I way know. has been phenomenal. But Potomac, to be specific. But I clicked on this story about Erica Jane. We've talked about that whole mess a couple of times. Honestly, there aren't many updates. But I clicked on this headline. I don't know why, but because I don't really read a lot of Real Housewives stuff, but this was the headline, Crystal Kung Minkoff un- understands fans are upset by Erica Jane's, quote, lack of empathy for Tom's victims. And I was like, oh, is there an update here? And the story is about how she was on a podcast, Crystal Minkoff was on a podcast talking about, uh, what was it, uh, Andy's Girls, talking about her relationship with Erica, and she's like, people are mad at her, or some people, people are mad at her in the sense of like, online tabloid headline use of people are talking where it's like some people some trolls are being mean to her online people are talking people are mad that erica isn't showing enough empathy for the people that he like what defrauded or whatever committed crimes against allegedly committed crimes against and so on the podcast she was talking about her experience and like well in my experience Erica has been nothing but great. She's a great friend to me. And like, I honestly think she's a lot more empathetic than people understand because of editing, blah, 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 blah. The story is boring. But what I loved about this entire (laughs) Us Weekly story, these two people being who they are, major who's Erica Jane and Crystal Minkoff, they have to use a new identifier or descriptor for every single sentence. Yes. And so I'm going to do a quick quiz. I'm going to read you. They use one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten distinct descriptors. For these two women throughout the course of this one okay. article. Ten. You're gonna need to tell me who they're describing. I'm gonna read the I'm gonna read the descriptor and you're gonna say Crystal or Erica. Okay? okay Again, I love we're talking it. about Crystal Minkoff and Erica Jane. The newest real housewives of Beverly Hills star, Crystal Erica. Crystal. Crystal, got it right. Okay. The Bravo personality, 38. Crystal or Erica. 38. Crystal. Crystal, got it right. The ex expensive singer. 50, Crystal or Erica. <laughs> That's Erica. Okay. I was like, she's not 38. The real Coco founder, Crystal or Erica. The real Coco? Mm-hmm. Erica? No, it's Crystal. Coco. What the fuck is the... the... It's organic coconut products. Okay, okay. I didn't know that about her. Okay, fine. It's organic coconut products, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay and then the next one we have, the California resident. Is that Crystal or Erica? <laughs> no, they both live there. <laughs> Could be either one. No! <laughs> I thought this was going to be a breeze. I mean, it could be either, but which one is it? Yes, it's Crystal. They were referring to Crystal. And I was like, that's really fucked up. Okay, then you have the Dancing with the Stars alum, Crystal or Erica. That's Erica. That's Erica, okay. The, (laughs) The University of California Irvine alum, 
Crystal or Erica? No, not this. Not this. <laughs> not this. I don't know who fucking went. Uh, is that Crystal? It's Crystal. Okay. 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 The this These two, I just like, God, you got to find better ones. Just reuse them also. The Bravo yeah. personality. Is that Crystal or no, Erica? No, they're both that. They're both that. They're both that. Which one is it referring to in that sentence? Erica. No, it's Crystal. I'm sorry. Okay. Fuck that. And then they're... you have the entrepreneur. Is that Crystal or Erica? That could again be they're both, both that. Crystal? It's Crystal. You're right. And then finally, the last descriptor used in the story is the Broadway alum. That's Erica. That's Erica. What was she in Chicago? No, yeah, she was in Chicago she when was Chicago, the COVID right. happened. She was Roxy. Her big plot line was she was in Chicago, then COVID happened. She was and Roxy. her life exploded. Okay, what is going on with Princess Eugenie and Jack Jack Brooks Bank and this random model? Because you Obsessed. love this story. For the for the non Brits out there to set up the family tree again, we were just talking about Fergie, the Duchess, not Sarah the Duchess, Ferguson. the Duchess, the actual Duchess. Duchess with a T. No, sorry, Duchess with a C. No T. T- sorry. <laughs> Duchess with no T. <laughs> Not the past the Duchess, the Duchess herself. Okay. She has two daughters, something, and Eugenie. I think Beatrice and Eugenie. Beatrice and Eugenie. Princess Eugenie has a husband. His name is Jack Brooksbank. Okay? Newly married. They are, they're newly married. They, they just had a baby. Mm-hmm. That's important. Apparently, they also, fun fact, they live at Frogmore because when, um, when Harry and Meghan vacated to leave the... F- royal family mm-hmm. they got to move into fro- frogs more the cottage God. so that's fun for them then daily mail headline good luck explaining these photographs to eugenie jack <laughs> princess's <laughs> husband is spotted on a boat in capri with three glamorous women including topless model while wife is stuck at home with baby and it's like what happened what's going on here because first of all it's like this could easily be explained, but in a way it kind of like is not, which is so great. So basically, as the Daily Mail reports, Jack Brooksbank, which I don't even know what his job is supposed to be, but one of his jobs is he's the brand ambassador or a brand ambassador for Casamigos tequila. Ugh, okay? I can't believe it all goes back to Casamigos. And Casamigos sponsored an event at the UNICEF, which is this is a charity gala at the UNICEF Summer Gala. Where I think Julianne Huff was too. That's where Nina and Julianne Huff were. But did we we talked about this party or like this party was something that came up in photos for us. And so he goes to this gala because he's this uh, spokesperson. And before the party, he goes on this boat with these people, and two of them happen to be models, Erica and Maria. It says in this Daily Mail article, I love. It's unclear how Jack knows Erica and Maria, but both women are associates of Israeli socialite Hofit Golan, 35, a social media influencer who's well-known for turning up all over the world on yachts belonging to the rich and famous. If that's not the sketchiest descriptor of somebody, I don't know what is. Have we ever talked about Hofit? I've definitely seen that name before. Maybe we've never talked about her, but I've seen that name all over the place. Then, next headline. So now you understand what was happening. That he mm-hmm. was he was photographed on a boat. He was n- neither canoodling nor touching nor even really reacting re- reacting with or to. But there was a woman with her top off and him on a boat, and he right. was having a good time, like swimming and whatever. Right, and he wasn't alone. There were a lot of people on the boat. Yeah. So then this blows up, right? And the Daily Mail goes to the model, okay, the Italian model whose shirt was off, because she's probably getting a lot of shit too. 
Mm-hmm. And it says exclusive. Quote, I took my bikini off because it got wet. Italian model says she regrets posing topless with Jack Brooksbank on a vintage speedboat after four hour lunch in Capri and apologizes to Princess Eugenie left at home with five month old son. This quote is so funny. Quote, I usually never go topless, but my bikini got wet and I decided to take it off. I know it does not look right for Jack and his family. I felt very bad for them when I saw the images of him surrounded by three women because his wife was not there. It led people to make improper suggestions and jump to conclusions, and it's very hurtful that people are thinking this. I'm very sorry if I caused any embarrassment to Princess Eugenie and Jack. It wasn't appropriate for me to be topless. Lady, it is not your fault. This is so fucked up. Yeah, it makes me... It, it's it's funny, but yeah, reading it again, it's like, I hate that she had to do this. She Shaming this wrong. woman into apologizing for taking her top off in Capri on a boat? Who the fuck cares who she's with? I hope they gave her one of those, the same money bag that, that they gave Nikki for recording Bang Bang. Like, I feel so bad for her. Like, this sucks. I li- they literally probably like... Um, here, model, this is Jack. And she's like, hi, Jack. Like, she doesn't fucking know who he is. Mm-hmm. She's like, let me dive off into this beautiful water. Oh, imagine being able to keep any of these fucking royal freaks straight. Like, come <laughs> on, look at this guy. He looks like anyone. Okay, then you have, it gets even more stupid because you have Fergie, that's right, the Duchess, not past the Duchess, the Duchess, Sarah Ferguson, uh-huh. who is Eugenie's mom. She goes on a show because she's promoting something, which is why we talked about her last time. She's promoting something, her pr- charity, I think, or yeah. She goes on BBC, BBC One's The One Show, which is like a, a show, a news show. And she says that Jack was just doing his job. He was just on doing his job. Jack, yeah. who is on the front page, uh, is a man of integrity. He's just one of my most favorite people. I call him James Bond, actually, she said. Okay, just pause one minute. Relax. That's not that's not quite the name I would be using in describing somebody of integrity. Like, on a yacht with random women, James Bond. Okay, whatever. Would you think James Bond is a family man? <laughs> That's a wrong reference. That's all wrong. She's gotten it entirely wrong. He's just a superhero in my book, and he's a great father, a fabulous husband, and he's never at front of house. He always likes to be at the back. So for them to make this story is completely fabricated. He works as an ambassador for Casamigos, and he was just on doing his job. And so I think it's really important that we clarify that for Jack's sake. You're so right about the James Bond thing because it says he's a great father and a fabulous husband. James Bond is like famously bad at both of those things, like would famously be bad at both of those things. That's that's the entire subplot of Daniel Craig's James Bond. It's that like he's completely emotionally traumatized and could never have a relationship with like a woman, he's let alone like have a, have, like, a womanizer. A he's famously <laughs> yeah. a womanizer and not a family man, James Bond. I believe her, the rest she's saying, but just making that comparison is really funny. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, I love him. He's my favorite person. I call him James Bond. It's like, oh, not he's in this not, situation. <laughs> he's not gallivanting on a boat and having extramarital affairs. He's James Bond. It's like, well. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize that was the funniest part, but it certainly is. It really is, is funny. Um, but that's really kind of the end of the story. That's where, we're, or that's where we're at now because there hasn't been really any updates. But the, the I feel bad for this model, flood. but she'll be fine. The flood of shaming and the flood of apologies from various people involved that don't have any reason to apologize is like kind of wild. The only apology needs to come from him. Right. And it hasn't come she yet. She had, there was no reason for her to explain herself. She had nothing to explain. Also, we have no proof that Eugenie even gives a shit <laughs> about yeah. this. Yeah. She's yeah. like, hun, you, you're going to make $100,000 to go to this party? Go. Like, go. Go. 
Um, before we move on to Rita, can we talk about what you rightfully coined the worst spawn of the decade? Ugh, I'm upset. I mean, I... not only is the spawn stupid, and I don't believe that he eats this, especially like especially <laughs> if in this manner. The photo is bad. The photo is bad. The caption is bad. Everything is bad. This exam, this is, and we're gonna have to describe this to you because it's a visual. And it, I did tweet it so you could go look, but it is a visual. This is one of those things where I look at it and I go, this is why we need ad agencies. I mean, again, if I was Skippy Peanut Butter, I would be on the phone. This isn't what we Anyways, paid for. <laughs> can you describe it? Like, or how do we even, like, we're not even at. It is a selfie of Patrick Schwarzenegger holding a one of those packets that I think the packet was designed for toddlers, babies, to suck um, baby food out of in a no mess way. You're right. Way. I think this packet is being, is like they saw the baby food packets and said, we should do that, but for We peanut should butter. do that for adults. And so they're putting Skippy creamy peanut butter inside a single serving suck packet. And he's holding the suck packet in front of his mouth. <laughs> I, I want to be clear. A, I have a, no problem. I have no problem single serving sucking peanut butter. Out of I don't know. Though. At a weird angle. It's standing in front of a dirty, standing in front of a dirty lake on an overcast, ugly day. And it's Patrick Schwarzenegger. He's arguably known for his father. Okay. But there's no father here. There's no, there's no specific to like what, what would make me believe that Patrick Schwarzenegger should sell me peanut butter. But here he yes. is smiling. He's definitely taking this photo of himself. It's at an angle. It's a selfie. We see a dirty pond in the back. Although dirty I would definitely pond. jump in and swim in that. But I, but it, it, I would jump and swim in that. But also something about the pond, like there's something about like the texture of the pond in the photo that looks like a dirty mirror, you know, like, don't you want to Windex this photo? I kind of want to Windex this photo. Do you get what I'm saying? And it says, hashtag sponsored. I eat Skippy peanut butter so often that I take it, capital I, I take it with me on the go now, dot, dot, dot. Can't live without it. At Skippy brand, hashtag go, go to your Skippy place. This is his skippy place, this dirty pond. So this is, so Lindsay, this is my next point. I suspect, although I have no way of proving it, this hashtag to me makes me think that he was supposed to, one of his required ad reads was to explain what his skippy place is. Why is he at this dirty lake? Why is he at this Windexy (laughs) pond? I don't know. He's not explaining what his skippy place is. He just goes, I eat it everywhere. I guarantee you that they did not ask for him to put hashtag sponsored at the front of the ad. Just somewhere. Christine Quinn would put dot return, dot return, dot return, dot return, (laughs) dot return, dot return, hashtag sponsored. You know, go to your Skippy place. I was looking for other like celebs who were on goat who were using go to your Skippy place. And I truly like couldn't find the the only other celebrity post that I found in my very brief scrolling was another Patrick Schwarzenegger photo. Hashtag sponsored. Anyone else have a peanut butter addiction so bad that they literally bring it to work every day? Skippy peanut butter squeeze packs make satisfying this addiction easy. First of all, let's not use the language of addiction in promo content. I feel like that's bad and you should cut that out. And I feel like Skippy would not approve of this. Second of all, what is their fucking job? You go to work every day? I'm sorry, what do you do? (laughs) what do you do that's a fair question isn't it someone with a verified account commented i don't know who this person is but they commented come on the money can't be that good <laughs> you know cameron moulin i'm just thinking about where patrick schwarzenegger's real skippy place would be and i'm like i don't even know anything about him <laughs> where would it be 
when I go to work, I bring suck them down Skippy packets. And it's like, ah, <laughs> number one, I didn't ask. And number two, I don't know what your job is. <laughs> suck them down Skippy packets. Now that's branding. So we've now defined the worst out of the decade. I mean, it's truly one of the worst. It's like it's one of the it's one of the bottom promos of a product that is because like obviously bad promos are kind of ingrained when the product is like shitty, you know, and you know Mm -hmm. it where it's like I'm selling like a waist trainer or I'm selling like a diet pill or whatever. But this is Mm -hmm. a product that is ostensibly and like objectively good that people like Skippy. It's a classic peanut butter brand and he is degrading it beyond belief. (laughs) All right. Okay. Um, oh God, Lindsay! No, 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 no! I what? found out what he's shooting. He's in a show. No. No. We what knew this. We forgot because you sent me this. He's in the HBO Max adaptation of the Staircase. Oh. He's in the. Fuck he's that. in the. The scripted Staircase. Is he playing the Staircase? What is he playing? <laughs> like. Catherine Schwarzenegger commented on that one and said, woohoo, just like the way we talk about true crime. I'm in the adaptation of this horrifying true crime story. Woohoo. Okay, let's move on to Rita. (laughs) What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She wore nine-inch gold platform wedges, bikini, and an embellished robe. One of her best outfits in a while. I think she looks awesome in this. I mean, she looks glamour extreme. She looks but did you sick. see the did you see the UK take on this? No. Life and soul. Rita embraces the stars and strips. First of all, do you think they meant stripes? <laughs> no, that's the pun. They're they're shading America. Okay, the stars she and strips the stars after and strips. moving to LA. Oh, because she's Because she's not wearing many clothes. Yeah. Oh my God, and she's embracing the stars like Hollywood stars. Yeah. Oh my God, these fucking bitches. I'm actually not quite sure if it's meant to be insulting or just a pun, but either way, like, she looks great. <laughs> I think they're saying Rita, Rita is in America and she is embracing the stars of Hollywood and the strips, a.k.a. the like the str- the Hollywood like strip and strip? stripping. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just because she's not wearing many clothes. So it's like she's embracing the strips. Okay, this is a little confusing for us, I guess. <laughs> we don't know. Either we way, know. again, we the don't know. point is she looks great. <laughs> well, yeah, we know she's in L.A. because she and Taika made their red carpet debut, which I loved that that made the news. They look crazy. <laughs> Her dress is very bad. <laughs> Sorry. Her dress is awful. Her dress is awful. awful. Her dress is and awful. She, she rarely boob down. flops like this. Yeah. If you were cropped at the boob, you'd be like, wow, she looks amazing. And the moment you go below the boob and you see what's happening like with the cutouts down there, it's like, yikes, abort. This is a code 10 abort. It looks like a diaper. It looks like I'd be wearing a diaper paired with a, a jacket, a suit jacket. At the same time, which is great for the Rita brand, which we are, you know, really engaged with, she also got her first episode, her first episode aired of her on The Voice Australia. So she's still, she's also now making headlines in the Daily Mail for being mm. a great part of The Voice Australia. Wow. That's Because she had, they, uh, Keith Urban served her Vegemite and she ate it. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
a little sour, isn't it? It's got a tang. It's got a tang it's to it. It's taste. It is a quiet. I love it with cheese. Really? Vegemite and cheese. Are you pregnant? We're done. Again, call in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes and extra content. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. 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 I want to be famous.